Hey, welcome back. It's Justin with another Five Finger Revelation and Meditation, and this is the final, the conclusion to the racism topic um, and the segment with Is Racism an Identity Theft? Um, I thought it was really, really interesting, and uh, especially the perspective of identity theft. You know, when we talk about identity theft, uh, a lot of times, you know, some of y'all know my background is in insurance. And uh, we sell identity theft coverage when somebody tries to steal your identity and uh, basically capitalize on it. And I, I just feel like the Holy Spirit's really just basically trying to say that there's an identity theft here at work, that evil is at work trying to make us think that our identity is just in our race. And therefore, that's the identity theft when really our identity is as individuals and really as children of God. Um, that's our true identity. So uh, if we get it replaced that we're only as good as our race or our sex or, um, you know, gender or what, you know, whatever it may be, then there's an identity theft at work. And so uh, with that, let's get into the, the final revelation and meditation. We've got the first five words, which are racism is and identity theft. And the, le- the last five are, we're all children of God. And that's pretty much what, I, what I've concluded here. Uh, overall, this says racism is an identity theft. We're all children of God. And that's just the bottom line. That's my take on this. That's what it really comes down to, is there is still a root of good and evil at play here. And so if we identify just in our race before we even identify in our individualism or we identify in who God has purposed us as beings that are to live now, this day and age, then you're right. There is. There is an identity theft because uh, basically the devil or or any wicked or evil uh, rooting has basically hijacked our identities and we fall into that trap of just being blanket stated as one type uh, uh, individual or one type people, if you will. Um, Now, I think that it's very important to say that does racism exist? Is there opportunity, I think more importantly in today's society, to make some progress, some steps towards equality? That is a completely different thing. And yes, there is progress, and I think that we have to be balanced in our approach as well. There has been plenty of progress made, just not quite enough. Until we get to equality, then, you know, uh, full-out equality in in all aspects, just the way that God sees us, basically, uh, is how I would define the equality, then, you know, there's more work to do, without a doubt. So uh, I pray that this message has blessed you. And uh, I wanted to actually, I, f- I want to be obedient to give an example that I found was, was pretty interesting, uh, both from the progress side uh, in society and what we've done, you know, to get where we are this day and age, um, but also to show how there's still work to do. Um, this example is, I, I was out the other day and my wife wanted to run into a store real quick. And so I pulled up. We've got a newborn I've shared with all of you on prior podcasts. Um, So I stayed in the car with the baby. And my wife and my daughter went into the store. Long of the short, as I'm sitting there waiting for them to come out, I see this couple with a little boy. 
and they're walking and they just, they catch my eye and I'm like, whoa, hmm. You know, I'm the type that I will analyze and I'll, you know, start to think, you know, into things. That's just the way that I am. And uh, long of the short was the the man in this couple uh, was very tall, big guy, totally had an NFL hat actually on. Um, uh, uh, NFL gear hat on and I firmly believe he probably was an NFL player and he was there with what looked to be his wife and this little boy well the thing that caught my eye is the man and the woman are black and the little boy is white and the little boy is probably five years old and it looked like the boy did something to his leg or something and the man picked him up with so much love and was holding him it was like there was there was just no color here whatsoever. There was absolutely no context of color. And it was so beautiful because it hit my heart like, yes, that's exactly, this is what is so beautiful and what God is talking about, what God desires. This is the beauty of our differences. But yet I had to check myself and say, well, why do I think though? Why did that catch my eye? And it's because a lot of times we are, we are affected by our environment. It's not a common thing that you see all that often. So maybe that caught my eye. So there, there, you know, I think with time and work, you know, there, there's progress. Um, but it was just such a beautiful thing, um, that I was like, you know, I, it could have been a cousin situation. They could have just, th- this man was full of so much love with this little boy that he could have just been babysitting for all I know, but it was just a beautiful, beautiful mark. And, and, and what I liked about it was it just represented progress. You know, I couldn't think that as growing up as a biracial child, you know, black father, white mother, um, being half black and half white, I couldn't remember seeing a commonality of two black parents with a white child, but yeah, I can remember kind of growing up and seeing, um, two white parents and having them adopt a a black child. I always think of Webster for, you know, dating myself. I think that was like the eighties, um, was Webster with Emmanuel Lewis. What a great show. I loved it, but it was two white parents adopting a black kid. And, uh, you know, I just, I just thought it was beautiful, um, seeing this, but it does point out that it caught, caught my attention in a different manner. So, um, you know, we still got work to do, but there's been plenty of progress too. And overall, this revelation and meditation speaks to me that there's a lot at work here and it does, it does come down to a battle between good and evil. And, you know, evil wants to relish in the division. Again, evil wants to maximize the divisiveness, the differences. Evil will always focus on the differences. Now, as I said in another podcast, the good also can focus on the differences. Okay, so that common denominator is differences. But evil wants to hijack it and make the differences such a bad thing and point them out and make them uh, exclusions and, and totally go negative with it versus good and God wants to accentuate and shine light on our differences and point out how we are all individually and, and beautifully created, you know? So, um, that's my take on that. I really appreciate all of you going through this, uh, and, and really listening with dedication through this whole, 
um, topic of racism. It wasn't easy to do. At a, a lot of times, I was kind of like, you know, Holy Spirit, you really want me to go through all these? There's a lot here. Um, but the listenership just kept, you know, increasing. And there is purpose on this. So share it with others. Uh, it can be a blessing. It's going to be timeless. I mean, this is all documented. So I think that in all the different aspects, not only can we reflect to what has been said on the podcast, but this tool of a revelation and meditation, you sit there and it's on your 10 hands. And it really is just like a jump starter. And you pray and ask the Holy Spirit what he wants to reveal to you about this. And we can get so much more perspective on this. So much more information and good, godly, spiritual leading to be able to get past this scourge uh, of what we call racism. Okay? Uh, if uh, if you feel like you want to partner with the podcast, it's a high, high compliment. We absolutely would love to have you as a partner. Uh, you can do that right through the podcast or you can do it at justwhen.org. And we've got PayPal. Um, no minimums. We we really just love having you as partners. But don't feel obligated. Just please keep coming back. And, uh, you know, we pray that you're blessed by the messages. Hey, have a great day and be blessed.